Hey everyone, Al here. Before we begin tonight's special episode, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee. It's devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. There's a roast for all tastes. You can order whole bean, coarse and standard grind, espresso. There's even a K-cup option for single cup brewers. And right now you can use a promo code PROTOSTAND for 20% off anything in the store. That's 20% off all coffee and merch. Thank you, Diabolical Coffee and Eric for your support. Now, here's our chat with Bert Casabon. That fresh produce stand there, that's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. It's Martini Monday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand. Podcast covering everything in the universe. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other Letterkenny podcasts out there, but this one is about to pump you up. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. Unfortunately, Squirrely Matt and the very buff Victor uh, couldn't make it tonight. They had some work, private, uh, previous work arrangements, so they couldn't come out. But joining us uh, tonight, he is an outdoor enthusiast into hunting, fishing, and boating. He's a health and fitness nut, guaranteed to press more than you. He's a hockey player, a YouTuber, a scorpion eater. Uh, but we all know and love him as Corey, one of the high school players on Shorzy. Please make join me making some noise for Burke Casabone. Wondrous. Oh, my God. Welcome to the podcast, Burke. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? We're well, we're well. Where are you speaking to us from? North Bay, Ontario. North Bay, Ontario. So is that where you're from originally? Yep. Yeah. Born and raised here. Born and raised. So um, you live in, at home or, uh, or you're out on your own? Yeah. So I'm at home still, but mm-hmm. my parents just got a cottage. Oh, nice. So they kind of, they've been out there all summer. So I'm kind of living on my own at home. So wait a minute. Nice. If, you, if you live in North Bay and, but you have a cottage, where's the cottage? Yeah. So our house <laughs> is like in the city of North Bay. Oh, okay. um, so just got a cottage out on Lake Nosmansing, nice. which is about like 25 minutes away. Um, yeah. It's right on the lake and nice. we got a couple boats out there and we fish and it's really new. They just got it like a month ago. So it's wow. Beautiful. Very cool. So, um, I mean, thank you so much for joining us uh, on on the Produce Stand podcast. Uh, It's been, you know, we've been looking forward to to talking to you. And actually, your your uh, your uh, uh, friend there, Keegan, is going to join us on Thursday as well. So we're going to have both the high schoolers on in one week. So let's. uh, I mean, where where should we start? Okay, let's start. Like, you know, you're you're young guy. Um, You. So it seems like Shorzy is kind of your first acting job, but let's kind of rewind, talk a little bit about, you know, growing up in North Bay. What's that like? Well, small town. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of just hockey focused my entire childhood, uh, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, the population here is only like 50, 60,000 people. Okay. Um, so everyone kind of knows everybody. Um, but yeah, like I said, Everyone just, cause there's only like three, four high schools here. So like the school sports and, um, everyone just knows everyone. Right. So it's like, um, yeah, I played a lot of hockey, uh, played triple A mm-hmm. through my entire high school and everything like that. Um, did you play yeah. any other sports other than hockey or was this hockey the main one? Yeah. I, um, well, I tried to play as many as I could. Mm-hmm. It was super 
busy with hockey, so I couldn't really play other sports. Right. Um, but I did play high school soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we were really good at that. I did a lot of track and field um, in the summer. I used to run track competitively down in Sudbury. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And then kind of everything took a break with COVID. But yeah, it was soccer, hockey, track, um, and then started getting into weightlifting and everything like that after mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get to that in one second. But you're also into kind of hunting, fishing, and boating. I guess living in North Bay, that's kind of a prerequisite. Yeah, my dad uh, kind of showed me all that stuff. He's been in hunting forever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we we I get I go hunting with him as much as I can. Um, he's a big hunter, and now that we got the cottage, we've been fishing a lot. We used to go to Quebec and fish. Um, Good fishing in Quebec. <laughs> yeah, we used to go. Um, to this fishing lodge for a week and we mm-hmm. just fish all day long every day. And then, uh, yeah, I've recently just, um, refurbished a 1963 Starcraft boat. Uh-huh. Um, took me a couple months and, uh, yeah. So I've just been enjoying that on the lake past few weeks. There's a, a listener question later on that I'll ask you that now makes way more sense when, cause you mentioned the boat, cause I wasn't sure exactly what he meant by it, but, um, so Okay, you're playing hockey in high school and and AAA. You said you got to. Um, yep. How did you? But now you're you're also very big into kind of health and fitness and uh, bodybuilding. Uh, when did you get into yeah. that? Um. So the second COVID happened, um, I was in grade eleven. Mm-hmm. Um. So basically, hockey complete break. I was in the playoffs. And then hockey stopped and yeah, I wasn't like, it was pretty serious. Obviously it was serious for everybody, but yeah. North Bay, a small town, everyone took it like really serious. Yeah. Um, so I couldn't see any of my friends or do anything. Um, and I just had so much time on my hands that I kind of fell in love with bettering myself. Um, and just, I started going on runs. Um, I started doing as much as I could at home. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of wanted to go a step further and start looking at nutrition and everything like that. Right. So that's COVID is the main reason why that all happened. I just had, I had no job at the time and I was just, I just studied as much as I could with the help of YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, I did a lot of reading on um, the macronutrients and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I just kind of completely transitioned and I just learned so much in such a small amount of time that I was able to do a pretty big body transformation yeah, uh, we, you certainly amazing. show the results for sure on your Instagram and and uh, on um, uh, TikTok as well. We've been uh, Thanks, checking yeah. out some of your your results and and the before and after is incredible. So how long did that take? Like from when you decided to do that to, I mean, it, it never ends, but you know, until yeah. you were kind of pretty happy with your result. Yeah. So my first like transition was about five months. Mm-hmm. It went from like doing the minimum to doing the extreme. Um, so I basically started meal prepping and counting my calories and tracking my weight. Um, and that took about four to five months. So what I was doing was cause I was 17 at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to get into like necessarily a cut because you're not supposed to cut weight at such a young age. Mm-hmm. So I basically did like a lean bulk, but I still wanted to lose my fat and replace it with muscle. So yeah, it took about four or five months. Luckily my best friend, Joe, um, he has quite the gym in his basement. Right. So when the gyms were closed, we were able to, to take advantage of that. And yeah, he had everything we needed. So thanks to him, we, we both kind of learned together and started doing runs every day, weighted skipping rope. And I uh, got into like Arnold mm-hmm. and how he was working out and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, so the first big transition, which was the kind of the, opening of the fitness stuff for me was yeah about four and a half months Mm -hmm. and then um i kind of went into um i got a coach to help me uh 
lean bulk. I didn't want to do it on my own because I wasn't really familiar with gaining. It's more gaining the right weight and not the bad weight. So I kind of got a, his name's Dave Whitehead and he helped me and taught me how to gain a bunch of muscle. Cause I was planning on doing a, a bodybuilding show. I was going to ask you, were you looking to do this competitively? I was, yeah, not, not so much anymore. Mm. Um, but I did do a whole off season prep. So I was eating like nine meals a day, um, gym, like once or twice a day. And I gained like 40 pounds in about five months of lean, lean muscle. Um, yeah, all my buddies and stuff were all away for school. So I just had so much free time and, (laughs) and I just started, uh, university at the time. Um, and then my, my best friend, Joe, he ended up, he was at Laurier university. Mm -hmm. Uh, he basically just said he was coming back home and, we decided that we were going to go on a little vacay. I was just so, going to ask you, is your f- best friend, Joe, also your travel companion? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For my first time in Thailand. So then we ended up going to Thailand. Right. And yeah. um, so obviously my, some of my progress kind of went away. So mm-hmm. I kind of put the bodybuilding thing on the side and um, cause it's like all year round thing, right? It's very, very difficult. Sure. You know, you miss, you miss out on a few things. So I just, I don't know, I kind of pumped the brakes on that just a little bit, especially now with acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I filmed that first season in that bulk I was talking to you about. So oh, I was okay. like, I mean, I you were always like, in like hockey garb, right? So you, it was yeah. pretty surprising actually when, when we looked you up and saw your IG and was like, holy crap, like th- that guy's buff. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. you don't, you don't see it in your hockey, uh, in your uniform. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, I was like 40 to 50 pounds heavier than mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to be. Right. Cause I was bulking and I didn't really like necessarily the way my face looked on camera. Cause uh. like, I gained weight pretty quick and that shores, the whole shorty thing happened so fast and randomly that yeah. I wasn't really prepared for that. Ah, the camera um, so, ad- adds 10 pounds. It's all right. And it's all, it's yeah. all to your face apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I uh, pumped the brakes on that when yeah. acting started now that acting is, is still going and everything. And I kind of fell in love with that. I'm going to, well, I'm going to hold off on that. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, just wanted to kind of, you know, shine some light cause you, you've got a YouTube channel uh, where you've shown, you, you show a lot of the videos of your trip to Thailand with your buddy, Joe, was that something you were kind of thinking, maybe I want to do this for, you know? Yeah, that was, it still is on my mind all yeah. the time. Um, I would love to travel and make funny content for viewers. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always loved the whole YouTuber. I've, I've been watching YouTubers for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it still is on my mind. So that was kind of like the first time, I've ever really picked up a camera before. So oh, I got okay. some camera gear. Uh, I got a GoPro and then, yeah, we just didn't really know what we were doing and it was like all new to us. So we were just kind of filming anything and everything. Yeah. But you were in a place where like everything you shot was really beautiful. Anyway, yeah. Right. So, so that <laughs> like, I can't really make videos around here cause mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. small town it's not really uh, there's no you're, you're, you're probably selling it short you're yeah. probably selling it short. you're just you're just used to it it's beautiful <laughs> yeah. i'm sure yeah yeah north bay is quite beautiful mm-hmm. yeah um, but um yeah some trips planned down the road and i uh definitely want to try out that youtube stuff a little bit yeah. more serious this time and youtube or tech tiktok because i just showed tanya the tiktok video of you eating a scorpion by the way we need to talk <laughs> yeah. about that um well it's kind of like all of them at the same time uh-huh. so it's like i would film youtube videos break yeah. those clips down and put them in a tiktok and reels for instagram for sure. like advertisement so it's like if i focus on youtube i'm also creating content for all the other social platforms mm-hmm. um but yeah i, I just like like mini movie style so I did the vlogs last time and this time I want to do more of like a, little documentaries sure. and just have every video based on mm-hmm. 
based on something specific, not just like here's a day in a life type of thing. Like that kind of gets old pretty quick. So yeah, it's also, I want to get into, yeah, mini documentaries and maybe that could go hand in hand with the acting and Mm -hmm. stuff like that down the road. So before we get into acting, what does scorpion taste like? Uh, it's pretty gross. Um, <laughs> was that a scorpion? dare? What yeah. happened there? Your what? face looks surprised. Yeah. Like it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be or, or, yeah, well, it, or was it that it was? Cause like, I thought it was like filled with like the insides of the scorpion. Right. Mm-hmm. But it turned out that it was like cooked for so long that it was just completely dry. Oh. So that was my surprise. Like, thank God I'm not getting a burst of juice of right. Yeah. Oh, my mouth, you know? man. Um, but yeah, it just tasted like ash, kind of like a burnt marshmallow. Right. So there wasn't much taste to it. It was all, it was all texture. No, 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 dude. A burnt marshmallow is like sweet. It's like a sugary, crispy, like well, outer Scorpion could be sweet. It could know. not have been sweet. It was, it not- was, it was just, the ash like the burnt mm-hmm. crunch kind of to it yeah ah, there was some seasoning on it too that made it a little bit better but yeah it was just i just had to try it did, oh w- what, was your buddy joe able to, to eat one too or were you the, the brave one no so that was that was my second trip to thailand it was with a different buddy oh okay um, we we thought of, well the first time i was there we were kind of looking at them because they also got um really big spiders and uh, massive beetles and water Ah. bugs, all kinds of things. And I didn't have (laughs) the balls to do it the first time. So um, the second time I went, I was just kind of like, yeah, I got to do it this time. I can't go home without trying it this time. You know? Wow. Yeah. You're better man than I I wouldn't have tried it. (laughs) So there's like no chance of like being stung or anything like that. Like it's, it's it's not a, that's not a thing. No, they, they took the stinger off and the venom out of it. That was my biggest worry. Um, but yeah, they kind of just walk around like on the party streets in like Bangkok and Phuket, they have people that just come up with trays of random bugs and and all sorts of things. And it's like, I like, bet you, you know, none of them yeah. eat that shit. That's all for the tourists. That's like, let's see what we can well, get the tourists. To eat. Yeah. They don't eat that stuff, but there are like in some parts of Bangkok, they mm-hmm. actually have full blown tables selling bugs and people like actually eat dried oh. crickets and, and well, we've heard of I've crickets. seen that here actually. I mean, I think you can buy crickets. Yeah. Like in a, yeah. in a whole food yeah. snack pack yeah. now. <laughs> crickets. Wow. Amazing. All right. Weird. So, I mean, it sounds like uh, if I, if I do my math correct, you went to Thailand right out of like straight out of high. Did you go to, did you go to college or university or. Yeah. So I, I did a semester at um, the local university here, uh, mm-hmm. Nipissing. Mm-hmm. So I was in, um, it was kind of like phys ed. Right. To be like a um, kinesiologist yeah, I, kind I, of thing? I basically went to Thailand right after that first semester. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Just take a break and uh, enjoy. I mean, the, 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 I guess the pandemic was kind of finally coming to an end and you guys needed to get out of town for a bit. Yeah. Well, it's like, I don't really remember high school. Cause like the last two years, which yeah. are the best years yeah. of high school were fully at home. Like yeah. I finished, I finished my last exam in my underwear in bed. Oh, you know? Wow. So, and then yeah. I ended up, and that also affects your learning. Like there was yeah. not really any person, everyone was just cheating and FaceTiming and you couldn't fail type of thing. So like yeah. I did miss out on a lot of learning basically. And then I went to university and it was, it was again, fully online, which was mm-hmm. very difficult and just annoying to be honest. Yeah. Um, and I, I liked my course, but I didn't see myself doing the course for four years. Mm-hmm. So I, no, it just wasn't for me. And then Shorzy happened and then 
I had a few other ideas. So I kind of put that on pause for now. Um, and I'm still kind of figuring out what I'm trying to do right Mm -hmm. now. All right. So let's get it. So what gave you the idea you could be an actor? Like uh, what, what gave you that bug? So to speak, there's zero thoughts of me ever being an actor. Actually. Mm. Um, I randomly got a text from my aunt, sent me an ad that, uh, the show spinoff Shorzy was needing some extra hockey players. So I was like, okay, I'll sign up and go skate around or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, I never thought about being an actor and basically I just sent in a bio. It was a couple of days late cause we were on that fishing trip in Quebec. Mm-hmm. Um, and they ended up asking me to audition and, um, I was this close to not doing it cause I just have never done something like that before. Right. And then, yeah, I just did the audition, had no idea if it was good or bad. Uh, they sent me like four sides. Mm-hmm. So basically all my scenes on ice with Shorzy, like, and it was kind of hard to do in my living room cause it was all in and out of the box and stuff. So right. I, I was like, I don't even know if this is what they're looking for type of thing. But that, yeah. and then I landed it a couple months later, I got a call saying I landed the role. So there was no ever, there was no thoughts of ever being an actor or mm-hmm. getting into theater or anything like that. So it was all super random and I'm, I'm happy it came my way. It was, yeah. It's awesome. Were you following Letter Kenny before uh, becoming an actor on Shorzy then? Um, I wouldn't say following, um, but when I was playing AAA hockey, like me and all the, the, whole, the whole team, like everyone just loved Riley and Jonesy, right? Sure. Yeah. So that, was, that was the biggest thing for us was just like top titty Bardowski and yeah. Ferda. And that kind of took over like the culture of hockey for a few years. So everyone kind of knew what it was. So. Um, but when I got the role, I ended up having to go back and kind of doing some watching, watching some, some episodes. Yeah. And I still have a hard time with, with the, the dialogue though. Like still to this everyone day. Does. Yeah, yeah. Everyone does. Yeah. Everyone does. Yeah. So question then do did, oh, so you're a hockey player. Did you, do you speak like that in the locker room or is that just all made up? Like from, from a, from, from a letter Kenny standpoint. Uh, or even from a Shorzy standpoint, like, is that, yeah, like, is that, I would say more Shorzy than Letterkenny. Yeah. Like I, uh, I don't talk like they do in Letterkenny, but <laughs> personally I was, I was a grinder playing hockey. So I was in the box a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, my favorite part of the game was, was chirping, body checking. Oh, yeah? um, just, we weren't the best for a few years. Like we were the worst team. Well, I saw your stats though. You scored against Sue, a few, the Sue a few times and they're still fucking yeah. good. The Sioux was our biggest, that was the biggest rivalry because yeah. we played against each other for like six years in a row. So everyone just hated each other type right. of thing. But yeah, it was, I, I asked Jared, actually, I was like, Jared, did you like do research on me for this, <laughs> for Corey? Cause like I'm in the box just as much as I am in the show. Yeah. So it was pretty natural, especially the chirping and everything. Sure. Like that's like my, I remember my coach giving me a call and he's like, dude, you literally playing yourself on the show. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty perfect, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I mean, that's the genius of that show, right? I mean, uh, Jared hired hockey players first and and they learned how to act on the show. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. It's well done. Uh, so, uh, but originally when you tried out, you, you thought you were just going to be like a background player kind of on the other team, like nameless kind of thing. I, I had no idea. I just yeah. said, why not type of thing. It was mm-hmm. like, a, I think it was a Facebook ad saying they needed background actors. Yeah. So I was like, why not just go skate around? Right. So- um, so you get but, that call. Yeah. What happens? Yeah. You get the, like, you, you don't even, you know, you're not looking for it. It kind of comes to you and then you end up, you know, hemming and hawing of whether you're going to do it or not. And then you get the call. You got it. Yeah. I was honestly like, 
I thought it was like a joke. I didn't really believe it because like the way the phone call was, was not how I'd imagine it to be. Hmm. It was a lot less serious than I was expecting. Right. So oh. I didn't know if it was like legit or not. I'm like, I just kept out. I'm like, are you being serious? Like I <laughs> who called you? Was it Kara or was it? Uh... It was Kara. Yeah. 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 Okay. Kara gave me the call and yeah. she was just so happy and just basically told me I got the role. And my mom was standing beside me. She's like, what's, what's going on? I was like, apparently I got the role on the show. And my mom just started tearing up and she's like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. super, super random. It was like, yeah. it was like two months after I did the audition. So I completely forgot about it. Mm. Like completely forgot about it. That's Were your thing. parents aware of letter Kenny at all? Were they like, what, yeah. what are you getting oh, yeah. into? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. They, uh, everyone's pretty familiar with letter Kenny, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's more the hockey the hockey scenes and and the uh, Riley and Jonesy that my dad was familiar with. Cause my dad was my coach for a lot of my triple A years. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, he knew all the dialogue in the dressing room and mm-hmm. the, the jokes we'd always pull and stuff. But, yeah. They were super pumped and very, very surprised, honestly, yeah. about the whole thing. And they didn't know what to expect, nor did I. So I didn't know if it was like, if it was just a really small TV show and how right. to spin it. Cause spinoffs aren't normally, no, yeah. but I, it, 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 so far it's been almost it, as big, if not bigger than, than the yeah. original. Yeah, uh, it's were they, more, were they wondering like, more. how are they going to base a whole show around this asshole that you never see his face and all he does is chirp and sit on the, on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, literally they just, they thought it, they knew it was going to be a hit mm-hmm. just cause I showed, they didn't really know Shorzy enough cause yeah. they didn't like fully watch the show. So I shared it so, showing them the uh, clips and everything on YouTube yeah. and they just, they couldn't stop laughing. And then their first question was like, well, are you going to see his face or no? And I was <laughs> right, like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So when you got those scripts, were they like, can we see them? Can we see them? Or, or did you have to keep them, you know, secret? Well, I, <laughs> I tried to get, I, my mom actually helped me like practice the lines a bit. Oh, nice. So was, she was short. <laughs> yeah. And then so your mom's I, calling I, you a pump, a pimple face and, and clear cell kid and stuff. Oh awesome. yeah, it's so funny because all my mom's friends and stuff text her all the time about all the chirps and they all changed my mom's name and on their contacts to like the chirps from the show and everything. It's so funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, my mom helped me for a bit and then I got my buddy to be the guy behind the camera. So he was yeah. doing all my lines for me. And, okay. Uh, yeah. Very good. Um when you got there, I mean because you are a player, I, it, it is Keegan a, a hockey player as well? I don't know if he's. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He played some hockey. So were you guys able to kind of skate around with the others, with the sluts and, and the other players or. No. no. Well, season one, season two is a little different, but mm-hmm. season one, um, I barely saw anyone. Um, it was everyone. No one really knew each other. Right. So it was all yeah. really new. I was. Really oh, and it, you, it was still the pandemic. Right. So you guys yeah. had to kind of isolate. Yeah. From each there was other. COVID tests. Sure. Like I had two COVID tests yeah. the week before COVID test the night before, like it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I ended up meeting all the guys the first day they were getting ready or actually getting undressed mm-hmm. um, in the dressing room. So I just kind of went around, shook everyone's hand. Um, and then that was the last time I saw them. And that for season one, that yeah. was it. Cause I, they, they're there the whole five weeks Yeah, yeah. I kind of, cause I'm from North Bay. I'm pretty close. So I just come back and forth whenever mm-hmm. my scenes mm-hmm. and our scenes are just me, me, Keegan and, um, and Shorzy. Right. So it's, yeah, you probably shot those over a couple of days. I'm sure. How right? far yeah, away like, is North Bay from, from Sudbury? Sudbury. Uh, it's like an hour. And is that hours, it? Oh, yeah. oh, you were yeah. so much further up, up North. Huh. Yeah, it's super cool. I spent a lot of time in like, all of our games were always in Sudbury and everything like mm. I, yeah, I've been in Sudbury for a while. Yeah. 
Nice. Uh, when we were up there, we got to be background extras for season two. So we're looking forward to when that comes out. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I saw your post on Instagram. Yeah, we'll be in the stands. But um, I mean, that's just that it was thrilling for us. I'm oh, my sure, but, God. Uh, like, we're, I mean, because you weren't on the ice with the other guys, how like were you itching, though? To, I wish I wish I could lace it up and, and join the action. Put a helmet on me. I'll be one of the other players. Even I did ask. Yeah, yeah. I asked if I could just because there was some days where I'd have like a day on set. Yeah. The next day I'd be off and then I'd be on the Friday. Yeah. So I'm like, that day I'm off. Like, can I just do some background stuff or yeah. help out? And then they're like, all oh, the rules and you can't because. Yeah. But I, I tried several times to see if I could just get on the ice. Cause I got a few of my buddies to be extras. Mm-hmm. So they were kind of skating around with uh, the whole Bulldogs team. Then I, right. I so it's like, you guys get speaking parts, but you don't get to hang out with the actual players. I wonder. Yeah, literally. What, yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah. uh, that sucks. And it, well, but still you got speaking parts. So yeah, <laughs> you got, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, we won't ask you about season two, except to say, we're really excited to see, you know, what's in store for you guys in season two. Yeah. For <laughs> season sure. two's awesome. Yeah. Um, you guys, so you were, you were, again, I'm assuming you and Keegan were there for season two. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And season two, like everyone really got to know each other. Yeah. Um, and I also saw all the other guys, like a lot more, especially like going out for dinners and, um, hanging out after and partying and stuff like that. But we, um, yeah, it was season two was, was really, really fun. Yeah. We saw a little, yeah. a few more pictures of you with the sluts and stuff like that at station 84. Yeah. yeah. We, we hung out with all those guys. Yeah. It was a lot of fun too. So I can imagine yeah. you guys probably had a, an amazing time. Um, so one of our listeners actually, they, they, it's a question they ask everyone. Uh, but so Dennis from UK wants to know, um, you know, which, you know, if you got to see the, the sluts on the ice and if so, which one was the best hockey player? That's a tough question because I've never watched the only scenes I got to watch them film mm-hmm. were the fighting ones from season one. Sure. Like the big brawls and the bench brawls. So I never really got to see them skate around or anything. Right. So I have a hard time answering that question. Yeah. Um, but obviously the Nolan brothers are awesome. Yeah. Um, they're pretty skilled and Terry Ryan's very skilled as well. Dolo, Goody, they're all great. Yeah. I, but I didn't see them cause like, there's not really any, they don't, get to practice necessarily. So I don't see yeah. anyone in. Yeah. Or anything. And so I guess in season two, okay. even in season two, you weren't able to skate around with them at all, I guess. Eh? No, 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 no. It's super fast paced. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we noticed that it was very interesting to yeah. watch how they, mm-hmm. they, Oh yeah. You guys were there. She so saw, yeah. yeah. How they she plot did. out all the scenes and all the, all the plays. Like it's, it's yeah. pretty impressive. Very cool. Yeah, so you got to watch the Bulldogs more than I did. Yeah, probably maybe. Well, we were only yeah. there for, I think we're anyway, we were only there for um, a couple of days. So, uh, what what uh, stood out to you as something that you didn't know about TV and and filming oh, yeah. and stuff like that that you, that when you were there you were like okay I don't know what I'm doing but yeah, that's question. really cool yeah. yeah it was um how there's so many people there for you mm-hmm. which was the biggest thing for me I I thought like I didn't realize that like when I was on set everyone is there working just for my scene with me. And I thought there was other stuff going on at the same time, which I guess now that I know it doesn't really make sense, but yeah, yeah, that was the biggest thing that it's all focused on one specific scene. Right. So it's like, does that, that that makes more pressure for you, doesn't it? Like I better get my shit right. Right. I better come prepared because they're all here for me right now. Well, and there's just like people running up to me and like fixing makeup and, and putting wires down my shirt for mics. And it was just, that was the, the pressure was probably the biggest thing I didn't realize. And, mm-hmm. 
yeah, there's like 30 people behind the scenes on screens, all watching you and talking to you after. And um, another thing too, is just the scripts. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't realize how much you actually had to memorize the scripts type of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, I was ready to go the whole time, but mm-hmm. I just noticed like if I wasn't on par with my scripts, like everyone there would have been slowed down type of thing mm-hmm. again, back on the pressure. But the first day I was on set was our in the stand scenes. Right. So all the random clips throughout season one, we all film those right away. Yeah. So the first scene I did was like just me and Keegan sitting in the stands mm-hmm. and I'm not even joking. I walked in the arena. I already had my, my hair and makeup done. Um, I literally walked in, put my jacket down and I was sitting in the stand action just like that. And it was like, it was, I honestly wish I could have done it again, mm-hmm. you know, had a couple practice runs, but they just kept rolling with it. And I was like, I probably could have done a little bit better. That was my first time ever being on camera, right. yeah. but yeah, <laughs> but I mean, they liked it. So yeah, that's great. When we had had the tour of base camp, they showed us the, the gym trailer. Um, did you, yeah. did you get any use out of that while you were there? I yeah, quick pumps here and there. But no, yeah, not yeah, not too much. No, though. not much. It's no, it's not. It doesn't really get used. But no. I uh, so season two, I went in mm-hmm. um, a couple times and just did some curls and stuff like that. It, it's pretty cool. I was mm-hmm. more curious to see like the layout and everything. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. Hey? Yeah, you don't have much time on set, anyways. Mm-hmm. So I was in there for like 20, 30 minutes. But yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean the whole production was interesting to see everything, all the details, right down to the costume or the the wardrobe you guys are wearing and and stuff. Like it's all everything. very very carefully planned, eh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like we go down a couple of weeks before we start filming, and we have fittings, and they have a bunch of boards and a bunch of lines to pictures on the walls of mm-hmm. what they want them to look like. And there's people sewing and making all these really? wardrobe. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's amazing how much goes into it. Like you, you don't see all the work that goes into you, when you watch TV, it's just like, you're watching just a, a story, no right? Yeah. 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 It's very cool. It was and just the whole, like all the different groups all working together, you know, communicating mm-hmm. they all got to be on, on time and on par and how early people get there. Like I show up at nine people are on set at like 5am, you know, mm-hmm. getting things set up and it's just, yeah, it's, it's, pretty cool but even i made so many friends though with all the the the, even just the crew like the uh grippers and um the sound guys and they would all come and hang out with us after like it was it was really cool Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. did uh you and keegan know each know each other before the show nope no so we met our first time on a zoom call it was me him and jared Mm -hmm. and uh jacob and that was our first time meeting and then we uh just started texting back and forth until we met up in sudbury for the first time very cool. And uh, so we're going to be, like I said, interviewing him on Thursday. Is there anything we can ask him that'll, you know, maybe throw us, throw him off his game? <laughs> um, yeah. You can ask him about uh, season two and how difficult that was for him. Oh, he still managed to push through it. Um, he, he heard his jaw before oh. a couple of weeks before, oh. but that's all I'm going to say. Okay. It's just, but he, he killed it. He still pushed through it and did it. Um, but that was a big, that was probably the hardest part for him was getting through that. Oh, wow. Um, All right. I'm, I'm intrigued now. We'll, we'll definitely yeah, ask him that it's, question. It's <laughs> one of the craziest stories I've heard. Yeah. yeah. And how he was, he still managed to film and look great on camera too. So. Huh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 
Well, as I mentioned, we asked our listeners if they had any questions for you when they, when we let them know you were coming on. And we already asked one from our buddy, Dennis, uh, our, our friend, uh, Jeff from uh, Maine. He wants to know what does the diet and exercise routine look like? I mean, we just have to follow you on uh, TikTok to see what that is, but uh, maybe talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So my, uh, the diet, I'm actually going right back on tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I basically have three eggs in the morning, um, some oatmeal, some protein powder. That's meal one, meal two, three ounces of chicken, um, portion of vegetables, and then another meal just like that. Uh, my pre-workout snack is uh, rice cakes, peanut butter, and some honey. Um, post-workout, I usually have lean beef, uh, lean ground beef um, with some rice and some extra virgin olive oil for the healthy fats. Um, and then before bed, I usually have, um, a pretty big portion of frozen blueberries mm. and a scoop of casein, uh, protein powder, which is the slow digesting. So basically it takes like six to eight hours to digest in my stomach. So I have protein going to my muscles all night while I'm sleeping type of thing. Wow. Yeah. You've got that down to a science then. Holy. What, yeah. what do you enjoy about, um, what do you enjoy? Yeah, about none of that sounds fun. And <laughs> what do you not enjoy? Like, what are the pros and cons to it? Like, it, yeah. Obviously you're yeah. a fit guy. So that's, that's a pro. Yeah. The pros, right. You, you, I feel good all the time. <laughs> I always have energy mm-hmm. and the progress you see in the gym happens rapid fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of addicting that way. Um, but there's a lot of cons as well. Like I, I usually, I've been off a diet now for like a month and a half. I usually slow it down when I'm when it's summertime, especially, you know, I, I have fun with my friends and I want to go out for dinners and breakfast and stuff like that. So that's the biggest thing is just restricting yourself, you know, hanging out with your buddies and they're all ordering pizza and you're just kind of sitting there like, "Mm, should I do it? Should I not? And then you get a big wave of guilt the next morning if you eat a whole large pizza to yourself. (laughs) But, um, but doesn't it's your body crazy. like you're able to burn that so much faster yeah. though, right? Yeah. It, oh, it, for sure. it just like you you feel that you're, you're also very young, you know. Wait, it'll catch up to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I used to be skinny too, man. I used to be skinny. <laughs> skinny. Yeah, it's more of like a mental thing. I don't know, I know. why. I just kind of like ever since I started doing it, I just have a hard time um balancing normal food. You know, I binge, I find I binge a lot if I don't Mm. keep control of my, Mm. my food. So I, I gotta, that's why I'm going back on a plan because I've just noticed I just, I can just eat nonstop Mm. and that's totally fine. But I also haven't been hitting the gym as much as I want to. Mm -hmm. So it's all just balancing. I just gotta Mm -hmm. find a healthy balance for everything. It's the biggest thing, but I just want to get on a meal plan. Um, and at the same time, if I want to go for dinner, I go and enjoy myself and yeah. want to have some drinks. And that's, that's what I was doing. And that's what I'm going to go back to doing. And it's, I find it's the best for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Then we have to ask, like, do you ever skip leg day? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. When I was, when I was doing when I was pretty serious with it, with my coach, I, I would be hitting legs twice a day, super heavy. And I fell in love with hitting legs, uh-huh. but the second you get out of that hitting legs once or twice a week, even if you miss two weeks, you go and do that leg day, your legs are sore for like a week. So you, know? you, don't, you don't subscribe to Riley and Jonesy fuck leg day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I honestly haven't hit leg day. Leg day is terrible. Like you I can't step on a stair. Like you get out of bed and your legs are gel. It's just like 
pure pain. Like yeah. just to even especially the leg days, like my coach had me doing, like he had me doing like six sets till failure on leg press. And then all the, everything was till failure on, on for leg day. And it was like, I was just not enjoyable. And my legs were so sore every day. And it just put me in a bad mood. So whenever I go to <laughs> the gym, I just try and do full bodies now mm-hmm. or up, up, upper body and a little bit of lower body. I'm on my feet all day with work. So I, uh, right. my legs are already burning after that. But if I get back into it, like, and want to get competitive, obviously I'll have to smash legs and catch up to the rest of my body. All right. If you had a choice, like if, if you could still have the exact same result that you have, no matter what, would you pick cardio over weights or weights over cardio? Weights over cardio any day. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just I like Riley and Jonesy, fuck cardio. Fuck cardio. <laughs> yeah. Like I, it's honestly proven that lifting weights will actually burn more fat than doing cardio itself. Cardio is great, but it's also, it, it honestly depends on your body. Mm-hmm. Um, but like if, if someone were to go to the gym six days a week and only do cardio compared to someone with the identical body doing six days of weightlifting and no cardio, they would be burning fat twice as fast because the muscle they're getting is burning more calories, which is burning more fat type of thing. Mm -hmm. So I, I tell anybody, if you're doing cardio, do it after your workout, just do 20 minutes, just walk on a, on an incline. And that's perfect. Cause like running on a treadmill is not good for your joints and you're just burning your muscle. You just kind of, you're, you're trying to gain. Right. So yeah. Weights for sure. Always. All right. We're going to have to talk offside. Cause I, I need bulking, not for myself, for our son. He's oh, like geez. 120 pounds and he's six, six four. Six or six so, four. So, yeah. yeah. That child, <laughs> that child needs to gain. <laughs> yeah. Just let me know. Shoot me a text. And I can help you out. <laughs> Maybe that protein powder. Anyway, yeah. uh, you'd mentioned work. Uh, I mean, I know like when you're not acting, uh, um, I, I'm guessing that uh, lasting impressions occupies some of your time. Yeah. So that's my seasonal exterior business, um, runs from like mid May to mid September. Mm-hmm. Um, so I basically just paint and stain, um, houses, decks, doors, anything outside. Um, I find in North Bay, there's a lack of exterior painters cause no one really wants to do it cause right. it's very difficult, right? Heights and everything like that. Um, but yeah, that's, keeping me really busy. My, my best friend, Joe, I was telling you about, he he's working for me as well. Um, so we just have a great time all the time. Nice. And, uh, it's really tiring though, with these heat waves we've been having. Oh. Sure. You get a lot of, you get anybody like calling you up saying, Hey, we want Corey to come and, uh, <laughs> and paint <laughs> well, our I've house. Had a couple of times where they were like, Shorzy. I was like, yeah, nice. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. All right. Here's a question from our buddy, Adrian from Maine. Uh, the, Tell us a little bit about the journey of restoring the 1963 Stardust Suncraft. So you mentioned that's your boat. Yeah. yeah so I actually was doing a job for someone last summer mm. um, and I had to come back at the end of the summer to finish up. And I just had like this little portion of the wall to do. And she was selling this boat that was in pretty rough shape, but mm. I saw the potential. Um, and we basically just did an even trade. I was like, sure, done deal. Left it in storage all winter. And then um, I brought it to my friend Brent's place. And yeah, for like two months, I I basically work all day. And then I'd Mm -hmm. go to his place and work on it for like an hour, two hours. So it took a lot longer than it it, should have. But yeah, full restoration. Um, uh, There's two by sixes underneath. And then there's plywood. I got that boat foam that looks like hardwood on it. Um, and then I used my, my sprayer I have for my business. So I sprayed the whole thing with like a Marine grade paint. Right. Well, um, I mean, what size boat is this? It's a 16 foot okay. aluminum boat. All right. Um, 
yeah, there's a 40 horsepower Mercury on the back. Okay. So nice. good, good fishing perfect. boat. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect for the size. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I kind of just added two front seats and I, I reupholstered the back bench to match the seats. You're a handy uh, guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got my dad's buddy to kind of show me the basics of like wiring. And then I uh, put in this panel and we wired that together and, yeah, it's, it's awesome. And then like the second I was done, my parents surprised me and they're like, we just actually bought a cottage. And I was like, well, I just finished my boat. So there we go. Perfect. So it worked, worked out perfectly. Yeah. You got a place to dock it. Nice. So is that something yeah. that you'd be interested in doing in the future then restoring more? Uh... Honestly, after doing it, I was like, I was sad that it was done, which is weird yeah. to say. Like, I was like, I looked forward to going to work on it and seeing the progress. And I, it, it ended up turning out a lot better than we were all expecting. Mm-hmm. So now that I've, I've been thinking about it, I've been looking on Facebook. I kind of want to find another retro Starcraft and kind of just do it again and maybe just sell it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't need another boat. Just flipping but boats. I, I, yeah. I've been considering yeah. maybe even doing like camp trailers and stuff like that. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, you you really lit up when you were talking about it. Yeah. So I can see that excitement is yeah. there. I'm very excited. I've uh, I'm hungry to buy another boat just to fix it up. Would you yeah. ever get into like ve- like uh, cars, like classics and stuff? See, that's where I I'm not very familiar with the whole mechanic side of, yeah. of that, and that's kind of what I would have to be good at to do yeah. that. And it's also the price is sure a lot it higher, jumps right. Like car parts are expensive, but maybe down the road when mm. I can hire people to fix it up for me and I just buy the parts for yeah. sure. But it is an expensive hobby to yeah. get in cars. Yeah. Yeah. Buddy, uh, Jeff from Maine uh, has a bunch of questions for you. The first one, what's the trick to keeping a straight face when Kiso is doing his Shorzy trips? Several takes is the secret. <laughs> 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 we kind of get the laughs out at the beginning. Right. Uh, the first two, t- we usually do like four to five takes. And uh-huh. yeah, the first couple takes, we just both trying to keep a straight face. And then whenever Shorzy hits me with one of those lines, I, I hold it in as long as I can. And then you can kind of tell that I'm holding it in type right, of thing. Right. But yeah, just more takes, mm-hmm. get the laugh out and then continue. Yes. Yeah, so are there any particular chirps that need multiple takes? <laughs> like, the, um, think of one. The roll up the rim to win was, was by one. far the longest one. <laughs> um, that one was really funny. And then the one where he kicks me out and I say, your mom's folding too. <laughs> that was kind of like our, our most moving scene. Right. Um, so that one took a few more takes, but Jared had, he has so many lines to mm-hmm. memorize right during the day. Yeah. So he kept forgetting his line and he just couldn't stop laughing. And then I, I was having a hard time keeping a straight face cause he was like really angry in the scene. Right. And he would just switch back to his, his funny self right after. So <laughs> It was so funny. And then like someone, someone holding a light or a mic starts laughing in the back and then we all start laughing. So, oh man. Yeah. You just try to hold out long enough so that somebody else breaks first. No, literally. Yeah. So it just occurred to me that if your mom was helping you run these lines and she's playing Shorzy, she's saying some nasty stuff about your mother. About yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, that must've been awkward no your mom's a cool mom yeah, yeah my, mom's, my mom's really cool yeah it was she just couldn't stop laughing and she couldn't believe that how messed up the chirps were but yeah she has a great sense of humor so she was couldn't stop laughing and like i said like all of our friends and family they all laugh about the chirps and honestly use the chirps in a day-to-day yeah that's hilarious yeah. that's great uh, and one last one from jeff he just wants to know if did, did you ever get a chance to improvise any of your responses back um, no, not in the first season. Um, season two. Yes. Well, you were new, new, new to acting in the first season. So no, that would exactly, make sense. Right? Yeah, I just, yeah. 
didn't want to mess anything up. But season two, I got to talk about a few things and we took some lines out and replaced them with something that sounded a little bit better. So a little bit of improv in season two. Oh, that's nice. good. I'm excited to see how that turned out. Cool. But yeah. Nothing in the first season. So, I mean, apart from Shorzy, you've gotten the acting bug now you wanted like maybe try other shows. Yeah, I got an agent in mm-hmm. January, okay. um, Janine, um, with 46 parallel management. And, um, yeah, so I've been doing, I've done a lot of auditions. I got several callbacks, which is, good sign mm-hmm. um and then this acting strike smash oh everything. right yeah so i haven't i've had one audition in the past month and a half mm-hmm. so yeah that acting strike in the states is affecting everybody right yeah because sure. the writers all the all, most of the writing we have is all coming from the states mm-hmm. um and all the organizers and directors and everything so everything's basically on a big standstill right now except the very northern shows or they all all Canadian productions are probably still still yeah. going right. Yeah. yeah, but a lot of the Canadian productions, the writing from that is from the states, so oh. that is kind of affecting it. Mm. Um, but I feel like the more low budget Canadian shows will have a time to shine in this period. So I'm mm-hmm. hoping to have some more local auditions and maybe so I've never done an audition in person, so I'm curious to see what that's like too. Yeah, that'll be a whole other experience for you too, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did you ever take any uh, lessons then for for acting, just to try to get a feel for what it is that you're? Yeah. So I well, I started doing the um, the self tapes in my room. Mm-hmm. I kind of made like a little setup with my camera and everything, and then um, there was a couple big auditions that I was kind of kind of out of my comfort zone. So I got on call with, um, yeah, a little teach a teacher and she helped me. Um, so I, I've done two acting classes with her. Um, nice. and I did one in person with her as well. So I've done three so far, just whenever I find the auditions kind of, I'm having a hard time understanding yeah. what I'm supposed to do type sure. of thing, yeah. but I want to do actual acting classes. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I can really, I haven't looked too much into it cause I'm so busy right now. Yeah. Um, but I want to see how, Shorzy goes and everything like that. And, 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 uh, I just want to find the right teacher because it's mm-hmm. really sure. important. Well. With season two, since there was a little bit more of a, a community and, and less like segregation, I guess you could say, um, were you able to kind of talk to people and oh, get yeah. an idea of like, what would work here or how would you do this? Like, was there a little bit more yeah, uh, the nerves were completely gone. Yeah, it was pure excitement. Um, and yeah, I was I asked as many questions as I could. Um, I hung around with, like I said, a lot of the cast and crew, mm-hmm. and we just kind of talked about everything. And it was, it was a way better experience than mm-hmm. season one. Season one was the best experience ever. I just mean like there was no nerves, which sure. yeah, which actually I was able to actually like act and not be yeah crazy with anxiety and f- stress it out. Um, but yeah, even just talking to Jacob and, and, um, Jared behind the scenes, just, I asked them, like, I would yell across the arena wherever we were filming and I'd be like, mm-hmm. yo, is that good? Like, do you want me to change? And they'd give me some advice. So they were helping coach as well. Nice. Which they do for everyone. Right. Sure. Which helps yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Uh, I'm going to ask you the question that our, our co-host Matt usually asks, but since he's not here, I get to ask it. Um, <clears throat> I mean, this is your first major acting role and it just so happens to be on a pretty popular show and one with a cult following right yeah i mean there's a ch- there's a chance because this has already happened to all the actors from letter kenny that there's going to be you know comic cons and, and other conferences that you'll be called to be just because you've been on this show so what does it mean to you to to be part of this phenomenon that's happening right now 
It's a great question. Mm. It's honestly surreal. It's all really new still. Um, and it, it's just starting to be yeah. honest. I, I feel like this is going to take off a lot more than people are expecting. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited, you know, like this is my second podcast and I've never really done stuff like this before. And it's just kind of cool that people are interested to see what my life is like and what the other cast members lives are like, but yeah, I'm really excited to do some, maybe like meet and greets down the road. And like you said, comic cons and just meeting fans and just kind of getting out there a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That's great. I'm uh, yeah, crazy fans. I had no idea how <laughs> big the the community was, especially like the Letterkenny community. Yeah, I mean, we have l- awesome, listeners man. from all over the world. So, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it'll keep you busy if you want to be busy, uh, even after yeah, the show's it. done. Can you yeah, share? Can you share uh, uh, an event or or something that has happened? Where oh yeah, fun fan story or, fan. or being noticed somewhere. Like fan with me. Yeah. Um, it hasn't happened too many times because mm-hmm. like, I don't have a beard in the show. Right. Sure. Yeah. And in person, I just, I kind of grow my beard out. So that kind of, I noticed fresh off of filming season two, mm-hmm. um, still shaved face. People kind of see me and everything, but the number one, the first time it was at this local bar in North Bay called mm-hmm. the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like four people that came out to me and they were like, are you Corey from Shores? And I just kept, I was like, yeah, what the heck? It was like, <laughs> and it was like all back. It never happened. And then it happened four times right. back to back yeah. when I was like all around my friends and everything. And yeah. And then I'm really starting to notice, especially with just with social media, I get texts all the time from fans and mm-hmm. um, which is really cool. Cause I just, you know, I kind of have new friends and I talk to all these fans that are super interested in everything. And right. Well, I mean, what about you said you, you mentioned off the top North Bay is a small town. There's like four or five high schools. Are you getting a lot of people, you know, uh, hitting you up on Facebook or whatever or old classmates going, Hey, remember me? <laughs> or, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Commenting on my stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I still see a lot of people like when I go to the gym and, uh, my brother's still in high school. So I, I still see a few people that are there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of friends that text me and kind of I'm like guys I didn't forget about anybody like I'm you know still just a normal guy yeah yeah. um but yeah there's a lot of all my old hockey buddies sure they 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 were calling me and texting me and they're like dude this is the best hockey show I've ever seen and your scenes were so funny and so accurate to to our trapper or uh, (laughs) trapper seasons and right yeah do they just chirp at you though? Do they like, do you they must give these, you a hard like, time? Profound- yeah. <laughs> yeah. The number <laughs> one thing I always get is fuck you. Shorzy. <laughs> like pe- random people just walk up and say, fuck you. Shorzy. And they just kind of point at me and look at me and I just laugh. I'm like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure a lot of them are like, how can I get on the show? Can you, do you have an in? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Sure. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> Yo, you think you could ask if I could just like be an extra? And it's because I've I've gotten a few guys the opportunity to be extras on the right. show. Yeah. Um, and then once they heard that, they're like, oh, why did you get him over me? And I was like, dude, <laughs> we're not starting this. Like, I'll yeah. try my best, but you can also sign up and try and get on. But yeah, but yeah, a lot of a lot of my close friends are wanting to get on the show, but That's- I can only do so much. So yeah. That's awesome. All right, man. Well, we really appreciate the time uh, you've taken for us uh, this afternoon. Tanya, did you have any final? Yeah. Uh, what's, what's, what's next for you? What are you looking forward to going to another trip to Thailand or. Yeah, I have. Um, well, right now I'm kind of in like money making mode. I'm trying to get, because I'm, I'm trying to see if I can go a different route than school. Mm-hmm. So my main focus right now is um, just learning and taking everything in. Yeah. Um, trying to progress my business and yes, another trip. 
um, coming up, I think after Christmas, I'm going to go out. Nice. If, if it works with everything else. That's yeah, your go-to place is, is Thailand. Would you, uh, is there? Asia. An- I want to, I want to do all of Asia before I go anywhere else. Nice. Um, I like kind of Thailand as my home base. Cause I have some friends there now and mm-hmm. some, some people I know that own hotels and restaurants and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I want to try the YouTube thing out for sure. Cause I was, mm-hmm. you know, I was a little younger and a lot different than I am right now. Um, and I got my brother into my brother McCray, he's doing a lot of editing and filming and he's working for the ONR, um, mm-hmm. doing their social media stuff. So I feel like we worked as a team. We could make this YouTube stuff a reality. Yeah. I feel like well, where can, a- where can our listeners, uh, reach you? Uh, do you have on their socials? Yeah. Yeah. On my Instagram, uh, Burke Kaz, um, that's my TikTok, Instagram and YouTube. I kept them all the same. Keep it nice and easy. Easy peasy. Yeah. That's the best way to do it, man. Thank Thank you so much. So much for, for sharing all your stories with us. And, uh, it's been a pleasure meeting you. Thanks for having me guys. It was a lot of fun. Do you have any uh, projects or anything coming up other than the travel thing that you want to shed any light on before we uh, play off? Um, yeah, I have a few things in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might be getting into the the event organizing. Oh. That, that's something I was nice. thinking about getting into, especially in North Bay. Um, I find there's not really anything going on here for my demographic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I might get some festivals going. Um, I'm thinking about maybe a clothing line that I've had in the works, just trying to find a good time for that. Um, but yeah, those two things are coming up. There's a few other things I can't mention. Um, but yeah, not, not much right now. Cause whenever my business is going on, I'm just so busy. I sure. don't have much time. Well, it sounds like you're um, an entrepreneur, but and if anything ever launches or when things launch, let us know, we'll, we'll have you back yeah, on, you sure. know, for season sure. two and, uh, and we'll, we'll amplify it through our channel too, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. Thanks guys. So uh, I asked you if, um, you had, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a height adjustable table. You just hit the wrong button. I, there. What the hell? I leaned against it too. Much. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> I asked you if uh, you had a song that you wanted us to play us off with here, and you came back with a song called "Sticky" from by Drake. So let's uh, let's spool this up and listen to it for a second. <laughs> Is Drake your workout music? Yeah, yeah. I just saw Drake in Montreal, so I. Oh yeah. Hey. Big fan of Drake. Homer hanging on my neck. The bracelet matches a set. My brother' name is Tina Dollar. Stop all that back and forth over the net. My mama wish I would have went corporate. She wish I would have went exec. I still turn to a CEO, so the lifestyle she respect. Hey, two sprinters to Quebec. Cherie ou et mon bec. They only giving niggas plus one, so I never pull up to the Met. You know I gotta bring the set. You know I gotta bring the G block. You know I gotta bring the D block. Cause you know how sticky it get. Ay. You know how sticky it get. Ay. You know how sticky it get. And that's all we have for this episode. Don't forget, you can use a promo code PRODUSTAN for 20% off any purchase on DiabolicalCoffee.com. If you'd like to support this podcast, rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or become a patron. You can also follow us on social media outlets at Pod. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to go do some sets with our new friend, Burke Casabon. On on behalf of Burke, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening, and have a great week. Hey
All that talk about the best.